Welcome to Walker Retail Ranger. My name is Walker, a.k.a. The Retail Ranger. It is my job to keep you free from food safety danger. The other is to make sure that stuff gets on the shelf. It's harder than it looks. I can't do it by myself. Now it's time for... Walker Retail Ranger. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 52 of the Walker Retail Ranger podcast. It is, uh, you right over there? Yeah. Alright, it's Sunday, December 4th, 2022, and you started this before we hit record by saying you can't look at me. <laughs> That's, the, way to throw me off my game there, ladies. Uh, I am Walker Retail Ranger, and with me as usual is my extremely gregarious... <laughs> Uh, wife Liz, how are you, Liz? I'm doing fine. Are you? Yeah. Did you uh, did you cook something else up down no, there? You, you have hat head. I do have hat head. That is one thing <laughs> I do not like about having hair. <laughs> Looks like Swiggy's hair from from Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> are you serious? He's bald, oh. like with a little squiggy thing. No, <laughs> I'm glad there's no mirrors in here. Oh God, that's so funny. <sighs> To you, it is. <laughs> to you, it is. And to our listeners, be glad this is not a video podcast. Oh, yeah. So, uh, 428 downloads in the last month, Liz. That's amazing. That's pretty cool, huh? Yes. Um, so, right before we got on here, I was watching a little video. because I mentioned it earlier today. Uh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas is on Amazon Prime. And we're going to try to watch that tonight. I say try, because I just pulled up the video of one of the scenes. When I was a kid... I think it came out in 77 or 78. And I remember the first time I saw it, it scared me. Really? Yeah, because think about it. I was like five or six years old, maybe seven. And it's kind of dark. It's not like a, I mean, not dark as in evil, but it's not like the bright Muppet show type thing. It's a, it's a movie um, about Emmett Otter and his mom trying to get each other a good present. So they have to do different things to get there. And one of it is Emmett joins a jug band. And I remember there's a phrase that for some, it'll randomly pop up in my head and it's a, a phrase from the movie and we'll see if it's accurate. Uh, but somebody, some character says, look at the birds up in the trees. And Emmett's response is, we're not birds, we're a jug band. And I don't know why, uh, that's so weird. but that randomly pops into my head. All right. So what I wonder, are you smoking? All right. <laughs> Just uh, kidding. Now I know. But I, it'll be kind of curious. I um, never saw the movie. Oh, we're going to watch it. It's only 48 minutes, so that's good. Boy. But that the scene we, I was watching was the video of the the bad guy band. They were, uh, I think they were called, uh, shoot, something bottom nightmare band. And it was like a bear on the, the piano, and he was using a, a scary voice. Yeah. <laughs> then they have a fish in an aquarium that spurts water out. And I think the lead singer is like a muskrat. Oh, I thought the fish was, it looked kind of like Kermit. No, that, no, that's oh. not Kermit. Kermit does play a role in this movie, if oh, you understand. Okay. So we'll check it out tonight. Anyway, so uh, what you making downstairs there, Liz? Uh, well, I was just throwing together a no-bake cheesecake. Okay. Yeah, that's what people do. And, just throw um, it together. I'm not really making anything else. That's cool. I mean, we got a lot going on. Yeah, we've had a lot going on all week. Yeah, I've been, uh, I've been kind of doing a lot of side hustle. On that, and I do, I do have a quick story. Um, well, first of all, let me stand. You remember cousin Dave? Oh yeah, yeah, you know, a resident fact checker of the podcast <laughs> and a tech guy. 
He's got fact-checked and tech guy to his title. So he reminded me that Cousin Bruce up on Prince Edward Island is, in fact, a potato farmer. Okay. So I blamed it on age because it's been a long time. But I remember there was, I had part of it. So that was cool. So props to Cousin Dave for reminding me. And props to Cousin Bruce for keeping potatoes alive. Yes. So that's kind of cool. Um, on my little side gig with Amazon, right? Right. Had a kind of a fun week. Um, I am getting a lot of compliments, and most of them are delivered with care, which that means the most to me. Oh, yeah. Because I don't want people throwing my stuff around when I get it. True. And it was funny because last week, at one point, there was, you know, people have inflatables up in their yard, and there was a snowman, and he was sad. <laughs> like, he was laying backwards. Oh. So I tried to scoop him up and stand him back up. Um, there was, like, water or something inside, and I guess it wouldn't stop sloshing, so he kept falling. So I tried it one more time, and then I had to move on because I got packages <laughs> yeah. to deliver people. But there was one time when I was going down this long, long, long one-way driveway. And, of course, I'm in the excursion, which is not a tiny vehicle by any stretch of the imagination. And I I had to, like, three-point turn in this person's little parking area. And then I'm heading back up the the driveway to the main road, which is a very, very busy road. Tell me there wasn't a UPS truck blocking me. I was like, oh, no. Is wow. this how it's going to be? Yeah. Amazon versus, let's do this. Just like at the back door at the store when. Yeah, they fight over each other, right? The deliveries start coming. Well, and contrary to popular belief, our Coke and Pepsi guys, our vendors, get along. But in this case, I didn't know if I was going <laughs> to. So he's walking towards me, and I'm like, so bro is not going to move his truck. And he goes past me, he goes, hey, I got you blocked in. I'm like, thank you, Captain Obvious. <laughs> So then he goes and he delivers his packages, but he was running, you know, because we're on the, we got a roll here. We got yeah. packages to deliver people. So as he's running <laughs> back by me, he gets back on my good side. He goes, man, you got the right truck for, for this kind of job. Oh, nice ride. Any compliment on your truck. I know. You gush. But I thought it was going to be go time, me and UPS dude. Of course, <laughs> he was significantly more in shape, younger. Uh, plus he had the brown suit on. Yeah, choose your battles. Oh yeah. No, it was cool. So I just sat there for a minute, but. So I had a friend of the fam send us uh, or tell me about some documentaries on Netflix because we like watching stuff like that, especially when it's food related. So I believe it's called Rotten. It's a docu-series. I think it came out in 2018. We've watched a couple episodes and they're not like to gross you out type things because a lot of times when you hear about food documentaries, it's like, you know, you don't want to see how they make like the food. Like how they right? make hot dogs. You right. You don't want to see that. Well, well this one was about, um, the first one we watched I think was about the cod and fishing industry in general. Right. And the basic gist of it is, is, you know, the government regulations in, in an effort to fix the problem actually kind of made it worse for American farmers and our fishermen. And then the rest of the world kind of exploited that. So kind of, it kind of explains a little bit of the, the fishing industry here in the United States. It was. Um, the, then we saw one about honey, which I thought was amazing how fake honey had infiltrated the market, um, I don't. I think it's kind of resolved now, but you really got to pay attention to the labels. And I guess the weirdest. Well, they thing, were saying it wasn't oh, the, necessarily on the label. They did say that. You're right. And it's funny because apparently, like China was making some and sending it to Malaysia, and then Malaysia would send it to us because we weren't taken yeah. from, from other countries. That, that was just kind of scary. But the one we watched last night was um, about dairy farming, and how once again. When the government has great intentions to try to fix and regulate stuff, it actually kind of created a problem, which I kind of feel like that's 
slightly where we're at with the uh, the employment situation in the country right now. And I, I got a couple things I want to reference in a little bit, but I keep hearing the jobs reports numbers saying, yeah, things are up, but they are not. They're not. So I did a little bit more reading on that. I'm not going to go word by word or word for word on the articles, but we'll have a little discussion about that here shortly. Um, I guess I need to show full transparency because I don't want regulations to impact me. <laughs> the log's still outside. Um, I am, I'm going to do a government gig here. I'm going to change the date. <laughs> I'm going to change the date to j- the end of January. I went out there this morning and I kicked it to see if I could karate chop it in half. Now it's still got that little bit of a core to it. Yeah. And I feel like if I had swung an ax on it, I would have split it in half today, but I wanted to have a chill day today. So I'm not, I spent some time with the golden girls outside, let them run around. That is the most therapeutic thing. I know I keep repeating that. That's because it's therapeutic. If you can get chickens next year, it's a lot of work. But the eggs are amazing. It's and not. It's not too too much. No, work. no. It, well, I guess the original startup, right? You know, with the right. buying the the coop or the pen and all that stuff. Thankfully, we got the coop for free. You just had to modify a little bit. But the chicks are doing amazing. And this variety, I mean, they obviously do very well in the cold. Yeah, that. What. Red sex links? Red sex links. Yes. So, uh, speaking of changing dates, our, our friend Charlie sent a link um, from the Atlantic regarding expiration dates that he thought we would find interesting. And sure as heck we did, because we've talked about it in the past. This article actually says expiration dates are meaningless. Um, to a degree, that's true. Um, basically, the gist of it is, is there is so much variance between sell by use by best by freshest by there's all kinds of dates out there and what it turns down to is like the canned goods they can last indefinitely because they are hermetically sealed right is, is that the right word yes they're sealed now some might have acid and stuff like that that'll impact the quality of it like tomatoes yeah but it's not necessarily a food safety issue it's a food quality issue and that's the that's the majority of the dates that you find in a grocery store is for quality. Um, another thing I had read, your nose is the best determining factor. Oh, yeah. Whether something's good or Definitely. bad or not. Um, I mean, we ate Bush's beans that were two years out of date, <laughs> according to the can, right? Right. They were edible. Were they the best Bush's beans we ever ate? No. But they were fine. Right. So in a pinch, um, I wouldn't be throwing stuff away. I mean, you talked about it a little bit. You're... you're kind of guilty of that too right Uh, yeah i am when something's getting ready to go out of date if i have enough to you know fill a half a grocery bag i'll just take it up to food bank yeah but yeah i'm i'm with you i think and it's just like um it was crazy i was talking to one of my doctors and it was a prescription that they wanted me to be on and I said, well, I still have some of that from a while back, but I think it expired like two years ago. Yeah. And they said, don't worry about the date. See? It's, it's fine. And well, I said, are you sure? <laughs> well, and I think with medicines, a lot of times the potency might go down a little bit. But I really don't think a lot of stuff's going to kill you. Obviously, fresh foods you got to be more aware of, but that's when your senses kick in. Right. Um, there, there's a, after reading that Atlantic article, it brought me to some government app called like Food Keeper, and I, I looked at that one. It gives you ideas on how long stuff can say, 
in your refrigerator, freezer, or pantry. But then it does, like when I pointed out to you, it says two years after purchase date. What was the point? We, how do they know when we purchased it? Right. So, I mean. Or what the date was or when, it, when right. you purchased so, it. I started looking around a little bit and I found this other website called savethefood.com. It's got some really cool articles in it, some stats. It says 40% of all food in America is wasted. That's a crying shame. It is. And I hope that we're, we as a nation kind of get better at helping out our food banks and, and neighborhoods and all that too. But you can save your own money by using stuff that's past the sell-by date. I mean, a sell-by date is a date that the manufacturer suggests that the company sells it by for best quality. Right. It's still good after that. Um, but I guess we kind of get caught up in that where we're thinking everything's, if it's getting close, we got to throw it out, throw it out. Uh, but the save the food thing actually has some cool um, things on there where you can like browse recipes for different items you might have in your pantry. Oh, okay. It tells you how to store stuff better. Um, there's a little slide bar here. It says, learn what food waste really costs. And you, you enter the number of your household. And according to this with just us two, we're probably wasting 62 bucks a month on wasted food statistically. Yeah. We don't throw much. Well, we don't, I know, but you know, just the average two two person household. But I thought that was pretty cool. That was the save the food.com website. Um, so Mike Rowe has a great show. Back in the day, what, what was it called? Dirty Jobs. Dirty right? Jobs with Micro. Yeah, and it was really about like the blue collar dirty jobs that people right. didn't want to do, right? So he's kind of like an every person, every man out there. And a couple weeks ago, he had done a couple interviews, and he he was like kind of freaking out about the declining work ethic. And Micro, I feel for me personally, can really speak to it. Yeah, because he knows what the common man or woman is, is dealing with out there. And just the, the one thing that I'm going to point out on here, he said 7 million able-bodied men between the ages of 25 and 40 are not only not working, but aren't even looking for a job. Wow. They've kind of quit the workforce. And kind of going back to those documentaries we were watching, when the government subsidizes stuff, it creates problems that they don't intend to, but I think that's what's happening with the unemployment. I remember folks were getting more unemployment. They were getting additional unemployment versus normal. Mm-hmm. It was, you were better off not working and taking that unemployment because you made more than you did working. Right? Yeah. So, I mean, we had people leave the workforce for that. And if they're still working on unemployment, I mean, they've probably learned how to deal with living within those means. I mean, think about the stress and, and all that of going to work every day. But you can actually stay at home and survive. I think we kind of created a little bit of that culture. That's kind of scary. That's very scary. Uh, let me see. Where is the other page here? And I totally forgot because you messed me up with the hair thing. We forgot the to, holidays. The holidays. So I was gonna. We'll cover that in a few. So um, on the U.S. <laughs> Chamber of Commerce website, uschamber.com, there's an article. Um, from October 31st, 2022, understanding America, America's labor shortage. They're actually saying it. There is one. In 2021, businesses added an unprecedented 3.8 million jobs, but at the same time, workforce participation remains below pre-pandemic levels, meaning we have 3.4 million 
fewer Americans working today compared to February of 2020. Wow. I mean, that, that, it, it's it. Let me see. Let me accept these cookies here so they can track me and come hunt me down. <laughs> um, it, from the article, which is by Stephanie Ferguson, by the way. She's the Director of Global Employment Policy and Special Initiatives, U.S. Chamber of Commerce. We have a lot of jobs, but not enough workers to fill them. If every unemployed person in the country found a job, we would still have 4 million open jobs. Wow. So that makes sense to me. Because I'm going to work every day. Can't get our store staffed. Can't. And yet I hear the government say, well, we've added more jobs than any president administration in history. <laughs> and I'm like, where the heck are these jobs? Because they're not here. Well, where's the people? Where's the people? So, yeah, I mean, you can create a job. You just got to have somebody to fill it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So that was just kind of, it made me feel better, but yet worse <laughs> to know that there is an actual reason why we're, we're struggling with that stuff. Um, and it's a really cool article. Like I said, it's at uschamber.com, Understanding America's Labor Shortage. I don't want to bore you by reading every thing in there. Let's see if there was another stat here. Uh yeah, so like the labor force participation rate right now is 62.3%. In February 2020, it was 63.3%. So 1% of the labor force is not working uh, versus prior to the pandemic. Wow. And if you think about it, our sales in the retail industry have grown exponentially in the last two years, right? Right. The whole retail sector's up, but the jobs are down. So we're struggling. All right. So we're going to do this a little bit backwards. We are going to go to the, uh, what day is today, Liz? Sunday. Yeah, it is. <laughs> hey, real quick. This is, I can't believe I, I just thought of that. This We have, for the first time ever on the Walker Retail Ranger podcast, a promo code ah. that the Walker Retail Ranger nation can actually use. At PerfectlySoyCandles.com. You notice it smells great in here, right? Oh, yeah. I've had that thing cranking for a little while. That's still one of my Darth Vader ones. Those things last forever. Wow, oh, that's the great. same ones? It is. I know, and I burn them all the time. Well, warm them all the time. Yeah. <clears throat> it's really cool. So I spoke with Christine this morning. I said, hey, it's Christmas time. Perfect opportunity for gifts. Anything you want me to kind of shout out uh, about your website? And she says, how about we offer a promo code? For 15% off. Oh, that's awesome. So 15% off with promo code WALKER15. Okay. Huh? See what 15% yeah. WALKER15? So that's tonight or today, which is December 4th, through next Sunday, December 11th at midnight. So she's got some of the coolest stuff. I actually got her website pulled up right now. Um, and it's probably too late. It might be too late to get this now, but she has a 2022 Christmas wax melt advent calendar. And then she goes in every day. On her website and updates it for the flavor of that oh, scent. Wow. So like today's day okay. four, it's peppermint peppermint mocha. This scent mm. is such a chocolatey delight to your senses and smells just like the popular drink. Top notes coconut milk, middle notes peppermint, mm. bottom notes chocolate and vanilla. I mean that's a legit breakdown yes. of, of what you're smelling. So that's really cool. She also has these. Uh, I saw what are they called car air fresheners, but they're called. Come on, come on, website freshies. Freshies, yeah, isn't that the cool little <laughs> name? They're ten bucks. They got all kinds in here. 
Um, and they last about four weeks and they're phthalate free. I'm going to nail that one because I actually, it starts with a P-H-T-H, <laughs> but it's phthalate. Okay. I again went to Google nice. and had it pronounce it for me today. It's Aww. phthalate. So I'm going to drop that tomorrow. <laughs> that smells like phthalates in here. Oh, God. Do you smell phthalates? <laughs> no, you can't because these are perfectly soy candles, everybody. But uh, yeah, hey, great Christmas gifts. Um, Christine's awesome. Uh, they make them like locally handmade, yeah. natural, helps support American farmers. So again, between today and next Sunday, December 11th at midnight, enter Walker 15 for 15% off in the little promo code section. That's the coolest thing. We're in episode 52, first promo code we get to drop. That's wonderful. And it's a great product. So that's really awesome. Yeah, I've already got some stuff in my shopping cart. Nice. Are you going to use, are you going to use the promo code? Yeah, heck yeah. Bro, is that ethical? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> All right, so today is National Sock Day, Liz. <laughs> okay. Sure. Do you want to see what it's about? Y- yeah, hit me. All right. I'm scared. It's here to celebrate and show appreciation for socks. <laughs> okay, thank you. I probably should have known Well, that, that explained it. Well, that really comes right down to it. Let me... Oh, man, is it going to freeze up on me? Oh, this thing drives me crazy sometimes. Let me just go back to the calendar, because there were some cool ones in there. All right, here we go, December 4th, go. All right, it is also Santa's List Day. Okay. Which I'm assuming, kind of last day to make the list for Santa. He's got to get his toys made and delivered. (laughs) That's National Cookie Day. Okay. It is National Dice Day. Dice? You know, the little rolling things with numbers on them, or the little dots. Here's something exciting. International Cheetah Day. I mean, how many how many places are cheetahs? I'm assuming they're in like warm areas. Do you think we have cheetahs here? Oh my no, God. No, they're not here. Oh, I'm scared. I think they're in Africa, right? I would assume they'd be on warmer, like desert, like yeah. Mojave-ish things. <laughs> so we're not going to celebrate the cheetahs today, but for our international listeners out there. Happy International Cheetah Day. <laughs> and run. Make sure you don't listen to this podcast too loud. You might hear the cheetah going, because that's what cheetahs sound like. Okay. I Googled it, and I got the correct pronunciation. Uh. It is also Wear Brown Shoes Day. And I'm going to tell you a little story about that, because uh, I did, I did read right. into it. So I have a fairly extensive collection of shoes. Oh, boy. Smaller than it's been. Give me that. You're worse than Elton John. No, I'm not. Give me that. <laughs> admit admit that I have less shoes than I used to. Well, I made you go in there and... Oh, she made me. Well... Hey, everybody. I suggested... <laughs> yeah, strongly. ...that you go in there and... She who provides the food and shelter <laughs> controls the shoe inventory. <laughs> Am I right? Well, you needed to go through them. It was getting kind of ridiculous. Well, here's the funny thing. So, I usually wear black shoes, right? Right. It goes with everything. Well, I've been rocking these brown ones for a long time. They're made by Echo. They were like handmade in Denmark. And I've had them for 15 years. No. Holy smokes. We're going on 18 years now. You you can keep up with that for see. Yeah, well, here's why. You're definitely nope, a listen, shoe guy. listen. <laughs> when I got when I got promoted to a co-manager at Walmart. Okay. Forest Hill as a matter of fact. I bought $150 shoes to celebrate myself. And these, there were these Echoes, hand-stitched quality leather from Denmark. And they are the most quality shoes. They're 18 years old. And I wear them almost every day now. 
I need to get a sponsorship from Echo because those yeah. are some expensive <laughs> shoes. If they were 150 bucks 18 years ago, good lord. I know. Well, if I remember correctly, I think they did change their manufacturing where mm. they had to kind of couldn't do the hand sewn thing. That's probably why these things are amazing. But like the sole looks like I've never worn them. Yeah, that's crazy. So the whole brown shoes day, the people that wear brown shoes, brown leather shoes specifically, are more trustworthy. You know why? Why? Because they're not hiding the natural color of the leather with the the dye. That's what they say. Hmm. So believe me when I tell you, <laughs> as I'm kicking your butt wearing my brown shoes, I ain't lying. <laughs> if I got my black shoes on, I'm probably powder or sugar coating, powder coating. <laughs> I don't know, powder coating's for like painting cars and stuff. Anyways, sugar coat McGee. So that was kind of cool. That's the holidays out of sync with the rest of the podcast. Yeah. So we did at the end. What's going on? Well, I got hyped up about the hair and then... Eh, oh, blame it on me. Well, I blame everything else on you. Uh-huh. So we are going to try to watch Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas tonight. We'll see how horrible... I mean, I remember it being great and scary, and it's probably going to be absolute cheese. <laughs> but it'll be fun. It's the Christmas spirit, so... Once again, folks, special thanks to Christine from Perfectly Soy Candles for the promo code for 15% off using the code WALKER15 uh, for about the next week until Sunday, December 12th at midnight. Or December 11th. 11th. December 11th. 11th. Clean up on aisle 13. 15% off. And she's got some other codes in there for like shipping options and stuff too. So high quality stuff. Keep it local. And it's really like... You know, it's homemade, so when you're giving somebody a gift that's actually homemade, you're, you put some thought into that. Oh, yeah. you, you didn't just go to the big box store and, what do you what'd you call it, the shelf sweep? Yeah. All the candles into your cart. <laughs> ah, I got everybody covered. This one you can actually, you know, think about everybody, so. All right, you got anything else, Liz? Nope. I got to go comb my hair. <laughs> throw some so throw some goop in there. I'm going to be shaving this thing here shortly. So. Oh, no. Well, not shaving it, but cutting it back down. Can, can I? Or, no, you like the length. Wait, I mean. I do like, like, I look more like Brad Pitt. All right. Uh, oh, wait, wait, wait. Before we go, I, you have no idea about this. I haven't mentioned it, but I'm going to show you the trailer when we're done here. There is a trailer out there you've got to see. It's for a movie coming out in February or March next year. It's called Cocaine Bear. All right. It's an ensemble cast, like a lot of good folks in there. It was actually Ray Liotta's last movie. Oh, really? He's hardly recognizable because usually he's like that dapper, like cropped hair and all that. He's got like this wookie hair. Like <laughs> he, he looks disheveled as all heck. But it's based on a true story to a degree. Mm-hmm. So there was a drug smuggling thing where these this cocaine bags fell out in somewhere in North Carolina or South Carolina. And apparently a black bear got into it and he died. Okay. Well, the movie, he doesn't die. He goes on a cocaine fueled rampage are you kidding me it's almost sharknado-ish but it looks hilarious it's like a dark thriller thing i'll show you the the thing later you're gonna love it okay i i've never been more hyped watching a movie trailer for something because i had no idea i was like cocaine bear is trending what the heck does that even mean (laughs) and turns out it's it's a movie and if they're pimping it now for next spring's release it's gonna be worth it that that's my theory so all right I'll, I'll get your we'll do a little recap on what you think of the cocaine bear trailer <laughs> okay. on next week's episode all right folks thank you again for all your continued support we're continuing to grow and expand yeah, our vast are. empire <laughs> one day we'll take over the world
All right, no, we're not. We can't. We can't afford it. We can't afford to take over the world. Good Lord, you see the price of gas? All right, everybody be safe. We'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Hey, Retail Rangers. Be sure to check out walkerretailranger.com. You can go there, maybe copy the link, and I don't know, send it to some random people on your phone. Help spread the word. We also set up a phone number. It's 804-491-6097. We can take text or voicemails, and it's a great opportunity to give us feedback on the show or maybe give us a topic you want us to shoot the breeze about. Uh, as always, we appreciate your support, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Peace. Thank you for listening to us and letting us be ourselves. We appreciate what you do to get stuff on the shelves. Stay safe out there. Do what you can to avoid any danger. Have fun, work hard, and be a retail ranger. You've been listening to Walker Retail Ranger. <laughs>